Bung bang! This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports te- uh, sports betting advice. Now his packages are all sold out at the moment, but um, we are working on getting uh, another package together so we can open up sales again. So um, if you want uh, to sign up at the at the next installation, I guess you would say, um, slide us a DM at uh, welcome to the potty on Instagram or email um, us at welcome to the potty at gmail.com. Um, leave your uh, your name, your details, and uh, we'll get back to you with the next steps from there. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, boy. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Oh, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman. Because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the uh, McDonald Tip and Woody of podcasting. Did anybody see the football last night? Good lord, good lord. Um, now, now that was my first Friday tip that I'd got correct in. Um, I literally don't remember the last time I got a Friday night football tip correct. So I was pretty excited about that. Had my bet with Joel bets on. Um, yeah, yeah, stacking paper, bro. So, so that was pretty cool. Um, what else, dude? What else? What else? What else? We, um, oh, I had Cheers over. Cheers, one of the candidates for guest of the year in 2019. Um, he came over for a couple of beers, watched the footy. Um, we got some burgers from a burger place that doesn't sponsor the Welcome to the Potty podcast, so they don't get shouted out, but I tell you what, dude, good burgers. They actually almost, not almost, but probably the closest thing in, um, Adelaide or maybe even in Australia that resembles In-N-Out burgers. So, um, that could be a little dangerous discovery there. That's the second time I've had it in probably two months, so... Um, yeah, and I just continue to complain about putting on weight and getting a little bit of this, um, you know, this, this beer belly, this, you know, I'm not that old yet to be having that. So yeah, I haven't been to the gym in three weeks, um, which means essentially that I haven't seen Lavelle in three weeks, except for when we went and got matching tattoos the other weekend. And that's all it. That's no Bruno. That's no Bruno. Um, man. I thought I had a good sleep last night, but my eyes are watering and kind of feel tired and blurry, like blurry as fuck too. So that's pretty safe. It's Lavelle's birthday today. So I'm seeing him today and, um, we're going, we're all going rock climbing. I'm hoping that it's indoor. I haven't really got any information on it. So I'm hoping that it's indoor rock climbing. Um, cause I don't really want to risk my life today. You know, like, um, Rock climbing, like, and it's it surprises me that this is the activity that the man wants to do because rock climbing is for sure for white people. And I don't mean to be racist, but I mean, because I'm not racist, bro, unless you are, you know what I'm saying? But rock climbing is for white people, dude. So I don't really know how safe I'm going to feel doing it. Um, but that's what we're doing. 
So happy birthday to Lavelle and I'll probably see you in about three hours, four, no, five hours. How long until one o'clock? I don't even know math anymore. Um, four hours, I think. Three hours. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think it's three hours. Um, what else, dude? Um, Thursday night, I did another, another five minute set and that was good. That went well. Um, I said like my first, uh, like my opener and fucking forgot. I like forgot. I forgot. And I guess usually what you would do at that point when you forget is you, you would start probably speaking to the crowd or whatever. Like, Oh, what do you do? You know, I'll be, you know, I'll be the first comedian to ask someone what they do, you know? So I didn't want to do that. So I'm just standing there in silence for probably, probably, well, it probably felt longer than it was. It felt like, it felt like 10 seconds. It was probably like three or four seconds, but, um, it, it, it clicked and I, I, you know, I continued the joke and it all worked. And it was in this room that I had, I had done a set in before. And I had a pretty bad set, but it was like, I felt it was because of the demographic. First of all, if it's a room full of comics, um, these comics, they, they see you night after night doing the same shit. So they know your jokes. They know when the punchline's coming is not as funny to them. And you kind of get a little bit of like, (laughs) like kind of like that. Um, and, and Chet's watching right now and that's Chet, um, and, and Chet is the, Chet's the creator of, um, Motherload Nuggeteria. And don't get that confused with that other shit. And I, I'm not going to get into that again, but it was phony baloney. Um, and that's not a flavor of his nuggets. He actually does delicious nuggets. Karate chicken, um, taekwondo chicken sometimes. Um, uh, ram, uh, um ramen or something sometimes it delicious every single flavor i have had i've had every flavor even the vegan one that's cauliflower which is also delicious dude so um so next time i think it's listen in or listen out he's at one of those festivals and i was talking to him about this i don't i've never been to a music festival so i actually don't know the difference between listen in and listen out. So he's at whatever one of those is next in Adelaide. So he's going to be there. So make sure you go get yourself some nuggets. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. If it's comics in the room, it's hard to make them laugh. Cause I always see your shit. And then other than comics, it was like older people. And I was like, fuck, that's not really my demo, man. I'm talking about lightning bolts coming out of my, my, my wiener, you know? So, um, I was a bit worried again on Thursday night. So I'm, I'm about to get announced and I'm looking around and I'm like, Oh God, it's comics and old folks again, you know, senior citizens. So I'm getting a bit nervous. Then this group of young lads, probably just from the casino walks in drunk. One of them, one of them bumped into the wall on his way in and his shoulders weren't even that big. Um, and they go and sit down in a line of seven. And I was like, yes, I'm going to fucking do this dude. And it was good, bro, because they fucking get it. They get it. They know what happens sometimes. And they um they understood my jokes and they got that shit and they laughed. And when people, when there's at least one group of people laughing, it kind of boosts the energy in the room. And the whole room was laughing, bro. And it was good. It was a good feeling. 
I felt like I, um, you know, had dipped my my uh, my little finger with a grown out nail into a little bit of a little bag of that blow cane, boy. You know, so I was excited, dude. So I had to come home and uh, take a little bit of medicine. Otherwise, I probably wasn't going to be able to sleep. You know, so that was that was my Thursday night. Um, and then yeah, last night. Uh, yeah, cheers, camera. Um, oh, what I was thinking, cause I've been watching so many movies this week. I've got another five movies to do of Clay's reviews today. Right. What I was thinking, all these actors, dude, are doing politics. When did that start happening? Cause check this out. The Amazon, right. Which they call the earth's lungs has been burning for three weeks straight or something like that. This is just what I've heard from Instagram. So that's where I got my news from. So it's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, right? The Amazon has been burning for three weeks. I'm pretty sure there's animals in there. I'm pretty sure there's people in there that they call like Amazonians or something like that. And Budgie's here too. And I've, I've already talked about Budgie on this podcast before because I've got two friends with that same nickname. And one is because he looks like he's got a beak. And the other one is because I'm pretty sure, and I'm not even sure about this, but, but I've met Budgie numerous times. Budgie, um... Adelaide Budgie and he and well he actually now lives in Sydney but he talks so fucking much he's like a galah but they call him Budgie but he probably should have been called galah or maybe parrot or maybe or like um kookaburra because they probably do a lot of talking too but he could have been probably any bird so Budgie's fine um what was I talking about oh the earth's lungs are on fire right so um I was thinking like Leonardo DiCaprio, he's big on talking about environment. If you follow him on Instagram, it's just all environmental shit, right? It's not even got anything to do with like um, the movie that he's just been in or the movie that he's about to be in or any of, you know, you know, parties, bitches, you know, nothing. And that's what I want to see out of Leo, right? And I care about the environment, dude. I recycle, you know? And maybe, maybe that doesn't matter. My friends told me that when you recycle, we put it on a boat, it goes to China and China takes one look at it and then like, oh, this is very dirty. This is a very dirty recycling. You take it back. Right. And that was racist what I just did, but I'm not racist, bro, unless you are, you know what I'm saying? But, and then it gets sent back here and we burn it or some shit or just put it in landfill dope dude so i get mad me and i have i i speak to rachel disrespectfully when she doesn't recycle properly i talk to her like hey rach hey do you think this goes in the garbage and she's like oh recycling and i'm like yes yes recycling and you know what happens then i put it in the recycling and it gets sent to back and then it's in it's in landfill anyway. So Rachel's right and I'm wrong. And I'm saying I care about the environment. But do you know what else? I'm not even vegan, bro. I, um, you know, for Christmas, I got a pair of RM Williams. That's made out of bovine, dude. So, you know, what am I, like, what am I doing? But I still want to see Leo, you know, with biatches, you know, instead of just with, you know, trees and shit. But he's not even usually in the pictures. But then also... Um, what I was going to say is like, you got your Robert De Niro's 
And they're talking about um, fucking Trump. And it's like, wait, why am I, why am I listening to actors tell me who to vote for, even though I'm not in America, so I don't vote for Trump or for Bernie Sanders or for, you know, Kamala Harris or whatever her name is. But why am I listening to actors tell me this shit? Are you an actor or are you an activist? Or are you an actor-vist, bro? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? You are... So you get up and you pretend to be somebody that you're not, right? And yeah, that's very entertaining. But you know what pisses me off? We're talking about people doing brave roles. Oh, you're brave, dude? Because you used your imagination? Dude, you certainly have got some skills to be able to do that. Yes. Are you brave? Are you brilliant, dude? You know who's brilliant? Um, scientists. Scientists are brilliant. Um, you know, doctors even. You know, um, pharmacists. People that like develop medications to cure, you know, cancer and, and various other things. Herpes sometimes, you know. Well, not, not cure, but like ease because herpes has no cure and who's this kale mcpherson and now i've got some news for you guys about kale now he's watching the live the live stream of the welcome to the potty podcast but he's actually been on the hamish and andy podcast and i know this because i listened to it because it was after i actually quit playing for stir that this happened so i actually have never spoken to him about it but he went on there because they do like um, special skill audits. And he wrote into them about his special skill being able to throw a grape like 30 meters into the air and catch it. And he did that shit. And he got a um, Hamish and Andy coin. I don't know if it was a one coin coin or an eight coin coin. Um, but he got one of them shits. And that's, um, you know, it's, it's equal to Bitcoin value. Um, allegedly. So, you know, he could, you know, some days he's probably worth $20,000 and some days he's probably worth $0, bro, because Bitcoin is not a real thing, dude. I, um, I looked into it. All my friends, oh, dude, you got to do Bitcoin. It's the best investment ever. Oh yeah. I looked into this shit. It is the most volatile shit I've ever seen. This shit goes like this, up, down, up, down, up, 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 down. And I'm like, well, I'm not investing, dude. Not investing. And Kale said, this has to be scripted. No, this is not scripted at all. And and if you listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, you would know that everything on the Welcome to the Potty podcast is actually um, unsourced. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. I've never read a peer-reviewed article. I get my news from Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, the, probably the most accurate things I do here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast is Clay's reviews. And, um, I've got five movies for you today, but you know, I don't do the Clay's reviews on the live stream cause I got to make you guys listen to the episodes, you fucks. Um, cause the live stream, I really don't get shit from it. You know, I don't get any statistics from that. I need people to listen to the episodes and get me some statistics. Um, even though I'm very, very satisfied with my one sponsor, uh, bet with Joel. And, uh, if you need, yeah, if you need some, uh, some bet with Joel subscriptions, go ahead and, uh, 
fuck. I want a coffee to sponsor me because I love coffee, dude. I fucking love coffee. Um, yeah, go ahead and bet with Joel sold out. So you can just go ahead and send us an email. And um, when when we've got some spots for you, we'll give you that discount, dude. So um, what else, man? I think actually that's probably been that's probably been way over 10 minutes. So I think you guys got your bang for your buck or your bang for you yeah 16 minutes of live stream nah see you guys you know where to find us welcome to the potty on everything bung bung all right so that's the live stream done boys and girls um and that was fun and kale see kale thought that that was scripted you know because i just be banging on and i like to bang on sometimes and i have a good time i have a good time with it oh sorry coffee actually makes me burp so Bear with me. Um, what was I talking about? I don't know. But yeah, cheers came over last night. We were watching uh, the football, uh, and what that what that was was Essendon versus fuck. Now I forgot. Oh, Collingwood. Um, and yeah, had some had a couple of those bets come in real fucking nice, real fucking proper. Um, boost my bankroll. You know, so when I'm sitting in the car today driving to rock climbing, I'm going to be lopsided. I'm going to have back issues because my wallet's so fat, bro. Um, so yeah, uh, that was, that was a close game and I never get Friday night games right. So that was fun to actually get a Friday night game correct for once. Um, and the, the US, uh, I'm not, I don't like to call them the dream team, but the US national basketball team, men, were uh, in Australia, uh, and so they were at the football last night in a box, obviously. Um, so they were watching some Aussie rules. Um, uh, uh, Brian Taylor, BT, uh, interviewed Donovan Mitchell and Kemba before before the bounce. Um, Brooke Lopez, and he tried to interview Pop, and Pop just walked the fuck away from him, bro. And Pop is Greg, Greg Popovich. And I've got a friend, his name's Reese, and he went to a Spurs game. And he, um, everyone calls Coach Popovich Pop, right? And he was just yelling out, Greg. <laughs> and, uh, and Greg turned around and looked at him. So that was pretty dope. Um, I wasn't there though, so I don't know why I even told that story. But that's, I mean, that's a true story. And it's all, you know, it's, it is a true story, but it's also unsourced. Because um, I actually think I heard that from a friend of his. So it's... It's not even coming from the horse's mouth to, um, you know, to be honest. Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, US played Australia, uh, and I don't know where they played, but apparently it was like 50,000 people were watching. So, um, so that's pretty big time, dude. Um, I think the US won by like 18 points or something. Uh, Chris Goulding, I think, had a good game. And that's another person that I've reached out to to be a guest on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And they never responded. So, yep. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Nothing pisses me off more than being big-timed. Because you know what? If you don't want to be on it, you can actually just say that and I'll respect you more, you know? Oh, no, I'm, I'm too busy. Or, oh, no, I don't think that aligns with my brand. Or just some gay shit. At least respond to me, you know? Um, I'm not. I'm okay, though. <laughs> um, speaking of basketball, oh, I didn't play the sports theme, but that's, that's okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Dwight Howard, uh, 
is working on uh, get, buying out his contract from the Grizzlies and signing with the LA Lakers because, uh, as we know, Boogie Cousins um, tore his ACL and won't be playing next season. I shouldn't be clicking pens while I'm on a microphone. Um, so Boogie Cousins isn't going to be around next season. And so they had to get a center and they've gone for Dwight Howard. And I mean, he's played for the Lakers before, so he could be going back to the Lakers um, back to the Lakers, Bakers. He could be, he could be Bakers, you know? Um, and that's interesting, dude. Dwight Howard, LeBron James, fucking Anthony Davis, dude. Oh, speaking of LeBron James, Royce White, um, who is a great basketball player. He's actually playing in the big three tournament at the moment. Got interviewed the other day and he was talking about he was getting asked, uh, does he think Melo should be getting another gig? And he was like, Melo has been blackballed from the NBA. Um, I don't know why, but he certainly has. He said, LeBron James walking around like he's the, you know, he's the face of the NBA and he's the, he's like the, the player's player and he's doing everything for the players. And one of his best friends is Banana Boat Bruzzy, you know, his Banana Boat brother. Um, doesn't have a job. He's one of the most prolific scorers of our generation of all time. Um, and, and you, you're not going to sign him on your team and you're going to sign Jared Dudley, bro. The fuck out of here. And I agree with Royce White and that's 100, bro. You know, that's 100, bro. And that's easy fucking money, dude. Easy money. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know about that, but yeah, Dwight Howard's out there too. So, I mean, I mean, Dwight Howard, dude, like what's he really done? What's he really done though? And that's, I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful because I used to fuck with him heavy. No Bruno, dude, when we're talking about a dude that's, you know, fucking around with, um, you know, uh, questionable, his, his sexuality is questionable, you know? So, and that's, you know, it's no offense, but I'm not really trying to say that I fucked with Dwight Howard because people, that could be misconstrued. Um, yeah, what's he done, dude? You know, he's a fucking supreme athlete. He just never had the mind for the game. Like, at not mind. He wasn't hard enough. No, Bruno, dude. But he wasn't um, mentally tough, you know? So, I think that was his biggest issue. There was a, a interview a while back of him addressing that and saying, like, he hated Kobe for calling himself, but now he understands what he was saying. So, maybe he's going to come back better than ever right now. But also... I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't because I haven't seen I haven't seen enough greatness from him. And I'm sorry to say that, dude. I'm sorry to fucking say that. But there's a reason that you've played for every team in the league. Would I take you at the Bulls? Yes. Um and it's been said that that Chris Dunn, who I played against, and you know, I've mentioned I've mentioned that I've played against Chris Dunn many times. Because I've I like to I like to let people know who I played against, you know, that uh, that that made it. Um, and Chris Dunn's one of them and it's word, it's word on the street. And this is, this is sourced that he may not be playing for the Bulls at the beginning of the 2019, 2020 season. So, um, that means we're probably on the hunt for a point guard or, 
We got that kid. We drafted that kid at, at seventh. Um, Colby something from North Carolina. Colby White from North Carolina. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, he looks good. I, I'd never heard of him until he got drafted, to be honest. I looked at his highlights. He looked he looked cool. Um, I would like it if he got a haircut, to be honest. Um, you know, people, when I've got long hair, people make jokes about me being Sideshow Bob, but my hair is actually not even as close to this dude. He looks like he might be like part Puerto Rican or Spanish or something. Like his hair's not tight curls. It's like, it just looks fucked up. It looks kind of like almost Ben Brown from the um, North Melbourne Kangaroos. So that's pretty upsetting, but he uh, he might be, a, he might be, you know, our point guard from day dot. And that's, that's cool. Cause if he gets that experience, Straight off the bat, then you get you get yourself a little, uh, you know, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, you know, guys getting runs um, straight up. That's where you get that experience, and you start you start fucking getting buckets, you know. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for sports, dude. Um, what else is happening? Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump's team is mad that ASAP Rocky, Rocky, ASAP Rocky didn't um, thank them for their assistance, but they straight up didn't assist. Really, I mean, they said to him, "Oh, can you let him out, please?" And they said no, and then he still stayed in jail, and then he went to court. So he didn't really get anything extra from that. So I probably was he supposed to reach out and say thanks for trying? You know, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe, dude, but like, I wouldn't expect, like Chet, uh, probably a month and a half ago, asked me to help him move. And then, um, you know, I was, I ended up helping my mom out that day and I called him. I was like, sorry, dude, I, I actually had to help my mom with some shit. Um, now I wouldn't expect him to say thanks anyway I wouldn't be like oh he didn't even thank me for saying that I was gonna do something and then I didn't do it do you know what I'm trying to say if you say you're gonna do something that's dope but if you don't do it why do you get thanked and yeah yeah they tried but I mean I'm probably more thankful to to somebody else that did something you know if Rachel's like hey Clay I'm gonna cook dinner tonight and then I come home and no one's home, and I call her, I'm like, what's up? She's like, oh, I went out for dinner with my friends. I'm not going to say thanks for dinner, because I didn't get. You know what I'm saying? So, Trump's team should just shut the fuck up, or something, I don't know, or something. I don't know. Uh, What else, dude? What else? Should have did some research or uh, something. Um... Oh, we've got some advice that we can go through, maybe. Poor posture. Oh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus is being released in uh, November November 12th, I think. Um, fuck, I do love coffee. Bro. If a coffee... Any coffee... Well, not any coffee. If a good coffee brand wants to sponsor the Welcome to the Potty podcast, dude. Oh, Fuck yes. And they can send me a mug too and I can drink out of their mug too and just do this for the whole show and be like, mm, mm, mm. That's that, you know, that, uh, 
that ERG Coffee, and that was a fake brand that I made up because I didn't want to give somebody free advertising. But fuck, dude, I love coffee, dude. And this is my second coffee of the day. And people are like, damn, is Clay grammed up right now? And I'm not, but I am caffeined up, dude. I'm fiend up. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, scheming Willie fiending, bro. You know? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a can of baked fiends, you know? Uh, I'm James Fiend right now. You get it. You get it. Puns. Um, <laughs> um, so what, what should I go to then? What was I talking? Oh yeah. Disney plus Jesus Christ. I go on tangents sometimes. Um, Disney plus. So, uh, live they're they're, uh, they're promoting it at the moment. They're trying to lure in some customers, um, by promoting a few of the things that's going to be there. Two of the things I can remember, are there's like a live action. I don't know if it's live action or if it's just like, yeah, I guess you would call it live action. I think it's sort of like what the Lion King was. Um, yeah, they're going to do Lady in the Tram. They're going to redo that like in 3D world, but like realistic. So like live action. Um, so they're going to do that. And they're also, there's a Christmas movie coming out with, um, what's his fucking name? Vince Vaughn and Anna Kendrick. And if you listen to the last episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, you would have seen that lately I've been watching hella Vince Vaughn movies and it's all by accident too. But I like Vince Vaughn, so it's not that accidental. But yeah, I think the Disney the Disney uh, Plus is going to be cool, but I just don't know if I can just be subscribed to every service, dude. Because then it's going to be like, oh, you've got all these subscriptions and no money left, you know? With... Spotify, Netflix, Stan, my VPN, which is very important. Um, what else? Bet with Joel, you know, but bet with Joel at least, you know, generates a fat income, you know, generates them fucking doll hairs, bruh. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Disney plus maybe. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe Rage could pay for that. Well, Rage pays for Stan. Rage pays for Stan and I pay for Netflix. So maybe, you know, maybe we open a joint account. <gasps> oh, things are getting serious. <gasps> joint accounts. Shut up, dude. You know? Um, what else? Let me just refresh uh, the emails here and see see what we've got going on. Um, how do you do refresh? Refresh? I don't think... Okay, there we go. Oh, fuck. I'm in my personal email like an idiot. Hold on. Ugh, crikey. Oh, we're going to do some advice then. All right. Um. Well, as you guys know, it ain't no problem. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. So. Okay. Okay, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> we got two, we got two good ones here. Um, hold on. Sometimes this mic gets in my fucking way and I'm not able to read. Oh, this one's so long, dude. Let's just do it. All right. 
Um, do, 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 do. Oh. All right, I think you've somehow cut off the top of your email, but let's have a look here. We've been dating for four years, moved in together a few months ago. Oh, I'll tell you the heading. I found, I found my girlfriend has a soft strap-on dildo that she's been hiding from me. I think she knows I found it. What do I do? Boy! We're gonna fucking... We're gonna fucking work on that, bruh. Yes, sir. Let's, let's read. We've been dating for four years, moved in together a few months ago. We keep... We each keep our clothes in our own separate ch- chests of drawers which helps us to avoid mixing mix-ups on clothing. Dude, you sound tiny, bro. <laughs> Dude, guess what? If me and Rachel uh, pick up t-shirts, we can tell who's who's, bro. And also, Rachel wears dresses and, um, you know, sometimes skirts. Um, we've got different shoe sizes, different, probably different taste in fashion too, because she likes lady stuff and I like guy stuff more. Um, we can usually almost fit each other's sizes. Wow. So I picked that, um, through though her stuff tends to be tight on me and my stuff tends to be tent like on her. Oh, so you mean it doesn't fit? Is that what you're saying? Christ, dude. We work the same job on occasionally, on occasionally differing shifts. And while I've always realized her shirt is too tight to be the right one before accidentally wearing it into work. She has occasionally worn my tents on shift without realizing. Anyway, this happened yesterday. I had to leave for work in a few minutes. She had already been on shift for a few hours and there was no sign of any of my uniform shirts. She hadn't been wearing it when I left, so I figured it might have been put away with her things. I was going through her through the drawer she keeps her shirts in and then suddenly I felt something weirdly squishy. I didn't even think. I just pulled it out and there it was, wrapped up in a little crop top, the dong. Three inches at most. Caucasian colored and floppier than a disc. Dude, this sounds like some some type of like realistic dildo that like starts off as a tiny little flaccid cock like right after a workout, right? And then you gotta you gotta pump it up. Pump 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 it up. Shout out to Joe Budden and shout out to Paul Posture of the Week. Um what we got here. I kind of stared for a bit. It was in a harness. So my first thought was to expect a talk about enhancing our love life with the joys of pegging. And I don't know what pegging is, but it sounds like getting fucked in the butt by your bitch. Um, wow, that was, a, that was a brutal sentence. Let's just have a sip of coffee here. And just remember that this could be your coffee brand being shouted out right now in the middle of a story about strap-on dildos. Oh, I love coffee, dude. Uh, the joys of pegging, which would surprise me from her. She's barely a sexual person at all, but I'd consider it. Wow, she's barely a sexual person and she owns a strap-on dildo. Guess what, dude? Your girlfriend's a lesbian. She's not attracted to you and that's why you're not having sex. She's probably cheating on you and that's why she's got a, a uh, SOD, bro. A strap-on dilly. Next. I mean, more. Um, but I'd consider it, but the, what, which would surprise me from her, but she's, oh, wow. So you'd consider getting, getting, uh, that, you know, that backdoor entry, but the thing, 
but this thing was soft, fully flaccid. No way you'd be able to get that into my pocket behind, not without a lot of uncomfortable shoving. And this dude sounds like he's ready, dude, to be fucking, you know, violated almost. But not because he, he seems like he wants it. Hey, guess what, dude? I think you're gay and I think your girl's gay. Just saying. I think you guys are both confused. But let's, let's hear more. So I couldn't help wondering, what was this thing for? And I think, I honestly think it's like what I said before. I think you got to pump that bitch up. I think it gets erect, you know? Um, I think she'd have the same issues fitting it into herself. And the harness made me think she'd be wearing it. Does she just stroll around wearing it acting cocky? Oh, is that supposed to be funny, dude? Is she experiencing the joys of helicoptering? Honestly, I'd probably get a cock to helicopter with if I were a girl, so I completely understand. Dude, now first of all, you sound tiny. You you fit your girl's clothes, so I doubt that you can even helicopter with your thing. And like, you know, three inches. I don't know if you can helicopter with that. So let's just, let's just chill right now. And, And dude, I think you're gay. And I don't know if you know it yet, but you are gay, dude. Let's let's hear more. Eventually, I stopped staring in wonderment and put the floppy thing away. So in wonderment, dude, dude, <laughs> you're gay, dude. I'm telling you, bro. I'm not trying to be mean, but you're gay. Like, and that's fine. Like, it's fine to be gay, but you're gay, and you need to understand that. Let's hear more wonderment. Um, and put the floppy thing away so I could just find a damn shirt. Eventually you had to take a dive into the dirty washing basket, which I'm not proud of. Well, so you're real clean too. And that's another gay thing about you, dude. And I'm clean. And that's the gayest thing about me is that I shower sometimes twice a day and I like everything to be neat. Um, now Chiz, a heterosexual platonic friend of mine came over last night. So I started vacuuming the house. Now, now that's gay, but I'm not gay. But the fact that you're the same size as a woman, you are, you're ready to get pegged. Um, you're staring at a, a cock in wonderment and you're talking about getting it into your pocket behind, dude. And you're neat. Let's be real, fam. Ye gay. And that's cool. That's cool, dude. I don't have anything against gay people. I like them. I think they're funny. But you, dude, you're, you haven't remembered or something. You forgot you're gay permanently. But I think you're coming out probably by the end of this email. You'll you say it'll be like that scene from Ted. Maybe I'm gay. I don't know. <laughs> I know. So fucked. Ah. Um, shit. Where was I? I'm not proud of. We overlapped by about an hour at work, but work in different sections. So had no time for much more than high by as we pass each other. Certainly no mention of floppy dong. Like a flaccid phallus to the face, a realization hit me a couple of hours in. Duke. Duke. Straight people don't talk like this. Even when they're telling a story about a non-erect fake penis they don't talk about like a floppy dong to the face. I'll be like, oh, it hit me like a ton of bricks. You're like, it hit me like a ton of, you know, bukkake in my mouth. You know, what are you talking about, Duke? You're gay. 
Next. No, more. Um, in my hurry, I hadn't wrapped the dick up in the crop top again, nor had I buried it back under the mountains of clothes concealing it. Oh, this is like a bad rom-com. It had simply lain bare on the... Bro, is this a script? Did you send a script into the Welcome to the Party podcast, dude? It had simply lain bare on the surface, making it clear to every Dick, Tom and Harry that somebody had made the Dick discovery. This dude is either lying, joking, or gay as fuck, dude. Because first of all, a Dick, Tom and Harry pun, yeah, forgivable. But saying Dick discovery, bro, instead of discovery is unforgivable, dude. You are gay and I don't mean to offend anybody but this dude clearly doesn't even know his own sexuality and that's fine dude I keep telling you that's fine but Duke you guys are wasting each other's time because she clearly wants to fuck somebody instead of getting fucked so she's a lesbian on the butch probably side I don't know how big you are but you guys can fit each other's clothes I think she's butch and you're small and you both need to understand that you both probably need new roommates of the same sex, dude. Okay? Let's keep let's keep it moving. Dick Discovery. Are you kidding me? I felt like I committed a cardinal sin doing this. We never established that each other's drawers were off limits, but de facto they were. And now I'd crossed a line by uncovering something she'd been keeping a secret. It gets worse. Dude, I'm going through Rachel's drawers straight after this. <laughs> It gets worse. Every day when she gets home from work and I'm not around, she messages me about how her day was. Funny things, shitty customers, how hard or stressful the workload was today, just anything. She's 100% consistent about it and I always look forward to receiving it. But today, she just sent one message. Got home. That's all, folks. She'd been really happy when I saw her on my way in and her way out. Something must have happened. Either her commute home really sucked or she knows I've found her secret. She was asleep when I got back. I was on the overnight shift. I'm here sort of panicking and writing this all out and making dick jokes. Or or coming out, dude. It's called coming out. Um, I really never thought I'd be using you for advice, but I need help here. Oh, tell me about it, Duke. I want her to know that this is okay, whether it's a sex toy or a helicoptering toy or whatever. <laughs> dude, girls don't buy helicoptering toys. That's not a thing, dude. When they want a helicopter, they buy a helicopter, bro. And that's for kids, dude. This is a strap-on dilly, and I'm pretty sure you can get it erect. Now, I don't know if that's a real thing, but I just don't think, bro, maybe, hey, and maybe you're right. Maybe she walks around with a fake dick on. Maybe she, oh, maybe she's trans. So maybe when she comes out as trans, maybe you can stay with her since you want to get, you know, pegged. And this, that sounds like a perfect scenario. You guys love each other. She's got a secret. You've got a secret. You like getting it from behind. She likes giving it from behind. Fantastic. You guys can, you guys are actually almost a match made in heaven. Cause then you don't need to fully come out as gay. You can just come out as supportive for your trans partner. Ha <laughs> Yes. Um, now, where was I? 
helicoptering toy or whatever. I respect her privacy and her use of this. Dude, yeah, you guys are perfect for each other if, if this is the case. Wow, I've cracked the case, Duke. Um, and I want her to know that she doesn't have to hide things like this. But as I said, she's really not much of a sexual person. At least, she's really very sexual with me. And this is where I start thinking that she's a lesbian and she's fucking women with this this limp dick. Um, and doesn't seem to enjoy sex too much. Dude, you guys are gay, man. <clears throat> Which is fine. <laughs> and that's what I say. Um, but if she owns something like this, maybe she's just deeply ashamed and that'd be a lot to work through. And you seem like a very supportive young man. Part of me wants to pretend this never happened. Pretend it just stayed hidden. Hell, maybe she actually doesn't know I found it and that message was just some unrelated bad mood. But I don't think I can really just ignore the consequences now. Gotta face them. Help. Um... Yeah, dude, if that thing doesn't get erect and you're saying it was just a harness and a thing, so there's no pump or anything, I guess. So that, that seems like, yeah, maybe she, yeah, maybe she is trans and I don't know if, um, uh, does that make, does that make her a trans male or a trans female? I don't know. I don't know which way to address it. If you're a woman biologically, but you feel like a man. But she's that maybe, and maybe she wears that sometimes, but not to work though, because people would see that she's got a, a, a package maybe if she wears tight pants. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude, but you did send two emails. So let me just, um, let's see if that was an update or something. Uh, what do we got here? Okay. Oh, wow. And you went long again on this. So sorry, listeners, if you don't find this interesting, but you fucking should, because this is lit right now. Um, and we're not going to do poor posture of the week. We're going to, we haven't done that for a while, actually, but dude, people have been sending in more, more advice than poor posture lately. So let's just fucking, let's check this shit out. This shit is lit right now. Um, fucking hell. <clears throat> I hope I'm reading okay. Let me just have a sip of this water. Because um, sometimes it gets hard to read out loud, you know? A lot went down in the last few hours. Less dick jokes this time around because now I'm over the surprise floppy dong aspect of it. It's turned out a lot more serious than I expected. And Duke, it was always going to be serious, bruh. For what it's worth, my girlfriend told me to still call her she. At all times, except when dressing male. So I'm still going with that for this update post. Told ya. I told you, bruh. Transed out. She's transed out. Um, oh, sorry. I just got a message. Um, unrelated. It's about rock climbing. So more. I fell asleep not long after the post I made last night. Got up around 2, headed downstairs to get my 2pm breakfast and girlfriend was down there in her pyjamas with a cup of tea and her phone. Um, good a time as any to address the elephant in the room, I thought. Uh, it was awkward as hell. I started off with, hey, got a dead silence and followed up with something like, sorry, I was looking for my uniform shirt yesterday, but that draw is really none of my business. You can keep whatever you want in there. It's all good. Tried to keep it as non-specific as I could. If she didn't know I'd found it before, she definitely knew now. 
She just sort of nodded in response to me. Then she apologized for not being in a talkative mood last night and started telling me about her day, but it came off really strained. I could tell it was on her mind and she kind of trailed off after a bit. Hey dude, get to the point, you know? Eventually she told me to come upstairs with her. I thought she just wanted to talk somewhere more private. It's a shared kitchen. We're living in a family spare room, but no, she went into our room and showed me everything. She cross dresses. That's specifically how she referred to it. Not trans or drag king or anything. <clears throat> she wears the dick and the dick. Um, and, sh and the crop top she'd had it wrapped in flattens down her boobs. And it turns out she'd, she's been going through my drawers for a lot longer than I've been going through hers because she's got a shirt and some comfy track pants from my drawers and put, and put them on. She has long hair, so she ties it up and hides it under a flat, a flat cap that she had in another drawer. After she'd shown me all of this, basic, basically in silence, she looked at herself in the mirror for a bit, different angles and stuff. To me, she still basically looked like herself with a flatter chest and different clothes but she seemed fascinated with how she looked now. She kept glancing over at me to, to see my approval and I smiled back trying to look as reassuring as possible. And you sound like a good man. Because dead ass, dude, I would probably... Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do. I'm a pretty good dude, I think, sometimes, but I'd probably... I mean, I'm not supportive enough for that. And I would say I want you to be whoever you want to be, but that is probably not what I'm trying to be with or something like that. I don't know, dude. Fuck. What a situation, man. Let's see what you got here. I noticed she'd been pretty shaky putting things on. When she was looking at herself in the mirror, I went over and put a hand on her shoulder supportively, which basically seemed like it was what pushed her over into starting to cry. Then she broke the silence and just couldn't stop talking. She's been cross-dressing secretly for the past couple months. She was so worried about what I'd think. She insists she's not transgender. She just likes to cross-dress sometimes. It makes her feel good and confident. Also insists it's not a sex thing, just for fun. <clears throat> now, yeah, but maybe she's just, you know, maybe she's just going to ease you into this because I don't know, dude. Hey, I don't fucking know. Let's keep going. I kept saying, it's okay, it's okay, don't worry. Mostly because I didn't really know what to say. Hey, dude, you're not the only fucking one. I'm supposed to be giving your advice and I'm fucking stumped, dude. I'm a Reebok stump right now, you know? I ended up hugging her as she sobbed on the bed. She calmed down eventually and told me thank you because she said that she had no idea how I'd react. She asked me how she looked while still red-eyed from crying. I said, you look great. And smiled. She hugged me again. You don't mind me wearing your clothes? Yeah, no worries. I guess she was a lot. She was always a lot more careful with my stuff than I was with hers in my rush yesterday. We didn't really talk much about it. I just asked a few simple questions like if she wanted me to refer to her with different pronouns when she was dressed like this. I know that's usually a trans thing, but I thought I'd check anyway. And dude, you seem very fucking um, aware and... Um, and understanding, dude. And, uh, I really, uh, I'm proud of you to be honest, man. Um, we didn't do much else after that. She eventually got on her phone again. I got on my laptop, the two of us hanging out together, doing our own thing, just as we usually do only with her in different clothes. 
I basically got my mind off it for a bit and then I had to go to work again not long later. I wrote most of this on the bus to work. I've been thinking back to when I said she looked great. She basically just looked like herself still. A few different clothing choices didn't transform her into a different person for me and they definitely didn't transform her into a man. I was basically just the same... Oh, it was basically just the same as she always is for me. But I realize it was a lot more significant to her and I respect that. But also, I don't want to pretend it's a... It's a mind-blowing shift in appearance for me too. It is or it isn't. I'm not sure about that last sentence, guys. But I also don't want to pretend it's a mind-blowing... I think you mean it's not a mind-blowing shift in appearance. I don't fucking know what you mean, dude. Because I'm fucking scattered right now, you know? You know, I need to be in a scattered women's support group or some shit, right? Um, Dude, and I used to play... Um, Aussie rules football when I was a kid and we had a girl in our team and her name was Sally and she, she didn't used to, um, like cut her hair or hide it or nothing, but she seemed mad boyish. And I don't know if she's a lesbian or if she's one of the, uh, one of these people that cross dresses or if she's trans, but she definitely ended up, uh, in high school cutting her hair off Duke. So, um, yeah, I've been... <laughs> I've been through this dude <laughs> fuck I'm an idiot um I'm a fucking idiot bro <laughs> um uh oh fuck we're almost there guys also I was thinking I think I'm glad she's not trans is that bad of me to say I love and respect her but I realized when thinking about it last night if I ever did see her as a man things would be really different for me dude what you were saying you were ready to get fucked in the butt. Maybe you were tired after work or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, more. I know I was going on about pegging in life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm always just one sentence ahead of you, dude. I know I was going on about pegging in the last post, but girl with strap on and someone who straight up looks like a man are really two different things for me. And I don't really think I have the wiring to have feelings for her as a man. But I do my best to be supportive anyway because I don't want to stop her from being the person she is. And you're a good person, dude. You sound like a good person. And I still think you're probably a little bit gay and um, in denial. But, but I could be wrong. I'm really hoping the situation stays where it is and never comes between us. If it did, I'd have to let go of her as a girlfriend, let her find somebody right for her. And that's, and that's fair, dude. I wouldn't feel bad about that. But also, I think maybe don't rush to that because I also think you're a little bit, you know, homoerotic. Um, I don't have a problem with her cross-dressing, but mainly because she still just looks like a woman to me and I barely even register it as cross-dressing. Should I tell her this? I think she'd take it badly after the, the emotional moments earlier. I have to go to work now. Thank you for offering support. Um, well, you'll listen to this episode and I've called you gay so many times, Duke. And, uh, I guess I'm sorry for that. Cause you don't know that yet, but <laughs> fuck, I'm a piece of shit. No, just, no, I wouldn't say I don't have a problem because you still look like a woman. I would just say like, no, like, you know, I'm here to support you. Um, 
you're still beautiful to me or whatever and just see what happens. If it progresses into something else where she does, you know, want to cut her hair off and, you know, transition or something and you're not down with that, you're not down with it, dude. No one can... I mean, she could be mad at you and say that you're, you know, some type of phobic or whatever, but that's, you know, that's an insecurity and that's that doesn't make you phobic. That You are what you are, dude, as well. And if you don't want to be with somebody that wants to dress like a man, like, that's fair. I don't want that. I don't really want that, dude, you know? If Rachel decided to transition and I didn't want to be with her anymore, that doesn't make me transphobic, dude. That just makes me a heterosexual that wants to be with a woman that identifies as a woman. And isn't transitioning to be a man. Like, I just want to be with a woman, dude. Because that's what I am sexually and emotionally attracted to. You know? Bro, if I was gay, I would celebrate that. Because, imagine that. You're hanging out with a gay dude all the time. That you're sexually attracted to. And you can just talk about, like, footy, NBA, video games... You know, war movies. You know, that'd be dope. But I don't have that. I've got a, I've, I've got a heterosexual brain and I'm with a girl who wants to send me pictures of shoes and ask me if I like them, dude. You know, and that's just, you know, you just got to play the game. Yeah, babe, I like those shoes. Also, I don't care, but care about you enough to tell you, you know, I support your choice in shoes. What the fuck am I talking about? Oh yeah, don't, yeah, don't stay with her out of fear of what you'll be called or how you'll be judged. Stay with her out of love and what you can, what you can cope with as well. You know, you don't want to just be with somebody because you think if you're not, you're fucking transphobic or homophobic or whatever type of cross-phobic. I don't know what all the terms are these days. There's so many terms. But fuck. Um, That was interesting, dude. And I'm sorry I um, disrespected you so much. But, you know, you did make a lot of jokes about dicks and like them touching your face and, (coughs) you know, getting, you know, fucked in the butt, dude. So, you know, fair enough. I think you're gay. But, you know... um, you work it out. I think you you seem very in tune with yourself, kind of, even though you don't know you're gay. But um, you seem very accepting, which I love about you, dude. And I think that's very that's a very good trait to have, being accepting. Um, but as you know, here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, it just ain't no problem. We need to move on, no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right, we'll do <clears throat> we'll do one more of these, and then we'll go to uh, Clay's reviews because that was that shit was long, dude. And this is a long episode now. Um, let's see how long this. All right, I accidentally came while my friend was sitting on my lap. What do I do now? <laughs> Laundry, motherfucker. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro, dude. I've never busted a night inside my pants. I'm pretty sure. 
Oh, dude, once <sighs> this girl bought an apartment like probably three blocks away, away from me so I could easily just walk there and uh, we could, you know, get busy whenever we wanted, right? And one time she just gave me a wristy, dude. And she did like, she didn't like take my pants off. She put her hand inside my pants and like jacked me off, right? And I came in my pants then, but she wasn't just sitting on my lap like around a fire or something, <laughs> bruh. Dude, at least I was getting a, a wristy, dude. It sounds like this girl sat on your lap and you just sprayed out. Well, let's, let's hear more. My friend and I have been friends for a while, but have been good friends. Like talking every day and hanging out for a little over a year now. I've always had a crush on her, but I didn't want to ruin our friendship. You must be young. I would say I would say you're around eighteen or nineteen. Um, if you're still spraying out like without getting without even having any type of intercourse and you're allowing yourself to be in this situation, dude. Let me tell you this. There's no point of being friends with someone really if you've got a big crush on them like that. You may as well address it and see what happens. And if she says no, you can still be friends and have the crush and have heartbreak and still be friends. Or you can relinquish the friendship and be friends with dudes that aren't going to make you come when they sit on you, you know? If they sit on you, because they probably shouldn't. Um, more? About a week ago, I told her my, my true feelings for her and she reacted well. See, told you, dude. You got to tell her. See, I'm always a step ahead of these cats. Um, she said it was the sweetest thing anybody had. Oh, you're in the friend zone, dude. I know what she's going to say. It's the sweetest thing anybody had ever told her. And she said she teared up. Yesterday was the first time we've hung out since then. After getting some lunch, we went back to her place and were just sitting on her couch when she asked me if she can ask me a question. Then proceeds to ask if I really meant what I said. I said, of course I did. And repeated that she's the most beautiful girl I've seen in my life. Dude. First out, first off, <clears throat> you got to cut that shit out. Yeah, that's fine to say once or twice, but you need to relax with her, especially if she's not your like long-time girlfriend. I tell Rachel that shit all the time, but I know Rachel ain't going nowhere. When you're still trying to like sort it, you're trying to confirm the arrangement. Dude, don't do that, bro. Because let me tell you this, she'll use that. She'll use that as fuel and she'll leave you, bro. She'll, she'll be like, oh, I'm that beautiful. Oh, I'm just going to go and fuck Simon instead of Rex, you know? Um, and does that sound like an insecurity probably of something that's happened to me? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all unsourced at the Welcome to, to the Potty podcast. But let's see what she's got here for you. Most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. Before I knew it, we were kissing. Yes, boy. I'm not the most experienced with girls. And this was my first kiss. She then climbed onto my lap and straddled me. Oh, dude. I thought she was like sitting on your lap. You know, like backwards. Like you're not making out or nothing. Dude, you're, you're, feel free to bust out. You, should, you probably should have just told her. She would have taken that as an ultimate compliment maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe she would have me, me, me too your ass. Um, <clears throat> uh, first kiss. She then climbed on my lap and like straddled me while kissing me. This was apparently all too much for me <laughs> as I came in my jeans. <laughs> I immediately got up 
and said I had to go and basically ran out of her house. Dude, now you seem gay, dude. You should have sat there and been like, oh, fuck. I just busted a nut. You're so sexy. Damn. I've never been more embarrassed by anything in my life. She, she had to have known what happened since there was a huge wet spot on my jeans and possibly on her too. I really need to know what to do here. I don't know if I can ever face her again. Dude, I would, I would, um, make a joke out of it and call her or catch up with her and just be like, Hey, honestly, like she might bring it up and be like, that was weird. How you just ran away and be like, yeah, honestly, I'm not gay or anything. Like I wasn't running from you, but shit, I have had these feelings for you for so long. And I didn't, I didn't really know how you were going to respond. And then all of a sudden we're kissing. You're on my lap. I'm so attracted to you. This is like my fantasy coming too. I busted a nut in my jeans. And I got embarrassed and I left because I had to go do some laundry ASAP. That's what I'd say to her. And she'll laugh and be like, oh my God, that's so cute. Be like, yo, don't call me cute. Let's just, let's fucking, let's go for round two, you know? I think she would like that. That's what I would do, bro. That's all I would do. Make a joke out of it. Just get, yeah, have a crack. Have a crack. Don't fucking not speak to her. And I hope I hope this episode gets to you ASAP. I might actually respond to your email right now. Um, so you don't have to wait another 24 hours or um, 13 hours for this episode to come out. So I'll, I'll respond to your email right now, dude. <clears throat> all right. Um, and just remember that at the welcome to the potty podcast, bro. It just really, it, it just ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, let's go to Clay's reviews. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. All right, guys. Now... I went for a while without doing a lot of Clay's reviews because of this comedy thing and how busy I've been. But, um, I don't know, somehow this week, um, yeah, banged out a lot of shit. So, um, what we'll start with here, and I know I'm supposed to be doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe and I'm slacking on you. I'm slacking on you and I apologize. But, um, I spy... Starring Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy's like a a world champion boxer. And Owen Wilson is a spy. And they they have to team up and and do a mission. And they hate each other at first. And then they, you know, they eventually create a bit of a bond. And they love each other. And shit ends up all sweet, bro. And that's basically the movie. Um, And it's pretty, it's pretty silly. Uh... I like the charisma of Owen Wilson. I like the charisma of Eddie Murphy. And I like to think about um, how excited maybe Owen Wilson was to work with Eddie Murphy. I don't know. Um, too bad it was in a really, like, you know, I don't know. It's not the best fucking movie, you know? But with those two, it's it's probably worth watching just because those two are so good at what they do. Um, and lately, I think I've been coming to a realization about how small Eddie Murphy is. I think his personality fooled me for so many years. I don't think he's a tiny little man, but I'm not sure. Let's Google it. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Um, Eddie Murphy height. Let's see what happens here. Um, 
well, it's given it in meters. I'd like I like it in feet and inches, but it says uh, one hundred seventy five centimeters. Um, uh, which is five nine, which isn't that short. <clears throat> it's not that fucking tall either, though, you know. Um, but yeah, I gave that movie a five point five out of ten. <clears throat> Sorry, hold on. Good lord. And flammed up. Um, going the distance, starring Justin Long and Drew Barrymore, and this is a rom com. And you know, you guys know, I've been watching them rom coms a fair bit this week. Um, just it's just easy to watch, especially when you're having some medicine. It's just so easy to get through. Um, and it's about these guys, Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. They meet in New York and then she moves to maybe San Francisco or something and they have to do long distance relationship and it's about that that's what it's about and um the the difficulties with it and the you know the planning how oh when can we see each other next who's gonna you know if we want to be together who's gonna move where and why who's who gets to stay where they're at and who has to move and why dude Who's more important? Who wears the motherfucking pants? You know. So, um, I don't know. It was it was cute, um, and I liked the you know there was some other cameo roles: Jim Gaffigan, Rob Riggle, um, what's her name? Veronica Corningstone, um, uh, Christina Applegate, um, June Diane Raphael, uh, Charlie Day. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, dude. I named all of the... I basically named everyone in the movie without notes. So, I know what I'm talking about. And this is Clay's fucking reviews, bro. And I gave that shit a 6 out of 10. Next, Sex Tuplets. Brand new on Netflix. Starring Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. And Marlon Wayans. And let me tell you this, Duke. You're not Eddie Murphy. This ain't The Nutty Professor. And it's not dope. It was hard to sit through. It was hard to sit through, bro. And I don't mean that to be too rude, bro. Because I like Marlon Wayans and I think he's a talented dude. Uh, He must have some sort of deal with Netflix where he just gets to make any movie and they will just put it on. That's what it seems like. Um, And he was like, oh, you know how I can get paid the most? Write, Write this and star as every character and pay no one else. So... That that shit was, dude. Uh, don't bother. Sex tuplets. Don't bo- don't bother. Uh, and that shit was a four out of ten. Um, rock and roller. And this one has Tom Hardy, Gerard Butler. Um, was there any other big names in it? Oh, Idris Elba. <clears throat> and it's it's by the same dude that does uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Snatch. Um, Layer cake. Now, I don't even know if that's all the same guy, but it's a very similar style movie. And I fucking liked it, bruh. 7.5. And if you guys are familiar with um, the Clay's Review system, 7.5 is high, dude. 10s, you're talking about best movies like ever made. 9s, you're talking about Oscar winners. 8s, you're talking about nominees. 7s, you're talking about like borderline must-watches. And sixes, you're talking about like, 
you know, watchable. And then you're talking about five and below is like, eh, you know, missable. Could, could see it. At five, yeah, could see it. Missable. And then at four, you're talking about bad movies that are almost worth watching because they're bad. Um, so 7.5, dude, is a good score. So that's rock and roller. Um, oh, should I tell you at least what it's about instead of just who's in it and it's good? <laughs> um, sex, thugs, and rock and roll, but also drugs. But yeah, Russian mafiosos, bruh. Um, a painting being stolen. Who needs the painting? Why do they need it? Why does this guy want it? Why is he blackmailing this dude? And all this shit going on over here. And then it all comes together and you're like, oh shit, a bung bung 7.5. And that's rock and roller. Um, and then I watched this movie called The Clapper with Ed Helms and Tracy Morgan. And it was... And that's all I've got to say. And it's about this dude that sits in crowds professionally for like game shows and like live audiences and shit. And he wears different outfits in the crowd to look different. So he's, yeah, dude, bro, I'm bored just telling you what it's about, dude. Four out of 10. And you know what? Let's just change that score, dude. Four? Are you kidding? I'd, I'd watch Sex Toplets. Way before I watch um, The Clapper. And Sex Toplets was a 4. And it was shit. And The Clapper is a 3 out of 10. There you go. Um, and that's the 5 movies done for today. Um, and that was a long episode of the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. So thanks for listening. Um, especially to the gay dude with, um, you know, who doesn't think he's gay. And the dude that came in his pants. And that's this is the type of thing that we talk about on the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, Duke. Um, are you an actor or an activist? You know, do you, do you own a Hamish and Andy coin? These are the types of things that we fucking discuss. It's hard hitting shit here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Now, I don't feel like I've had energy like this for a couple of weeks, but I had a good fucking sleep last night. I've had two coffees already today. I'm ready to fucking go, go rock climbing. All right. Um, so if I'm not here at the midweek episodes because I fell off the thing and probably got paralyzed or something like that, knock wood. Um, but yeah, happy birthday to Lavelle. That's my fucking guy. Um, and you know where to find us. Welcome to the potty on everything. Uh, email us, DM us, tell a friend to tell a friend. You get a referral bonus if you do. And um, make sure you like rate and review the episodes man click that share button let's tell friends dude let's fucking tell friends this is welcome to the party and as always bung bung <laughs>